I Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. I work for American Idol. I'm a casting producer. I also work for other talent shows. I can see your voice. I, I cast singers right now. And that all started because I had a dream to be a singer. And I always joked that I was famous for being almost famous. I almost got there. I had the record deal and then something fell through or business wasn't right or something. And, uh, but through it, I met a lot of amazing people. And now in my thirties, I kind of mentor singers and try to help people, uh, get on singing shows and give them a moment. That's kind of what my joy is right now. And as far as like stepping out of line, I think my purpose now is, is to kind of help the youth and talent because I work for TV and I'm a TV producer, but I was once the artist, so I understand both languages of what a TV producer uh, really wants. And I also understand the needs of an artist because I was that artist. So I try to, I would say like I'm a middleman between artists and, and television right now in hopes to give them their moment. I feel everybody who is a talent versus singer or anything, even for America's Got Talent, I think everybody deserves that one moment on television. And I hope to kind of give them that moment because there's so Instead of trying to be in competition with everybody else, I think it's about just being in competition with yourself and finding out what you do great. And eventually with patience, everybody kind of gets their moment on that stage. There's so much talent out there. It's almost, it's hard to find everybody, but the people that I can find and they're maybe skeptical or have questions or not knowing how to present themselves for a, a big talent show, I, I, I do feel like I'm, I'm the right person to kind of explain and, and help them format it in a way for success to get on a show. When it comes to talent, talent, in my opinion, can't be graded. Like it's not, there's not an increment of, of running a race or being fast or anything. So it's all subjective, but I'm pretty proud of Willie Spence, who was runner up two seasons ago. I think he's a great kid and he's, he's had a lot of hardships and it was one of those talents that the show didn't understand in my initial pitch. And I, fought for him and fought for him. And then uh, he eventually went on and did some amazing things on the show. I don't think I, I, to this day, have the most talent, even if it comes to business or as a singer, I just wanted it more and I worked harder than everybody. And that's something I even do in my, my life now is I, I, I pride myself on just outworking people. But at, at a young age, I knew I wanted to be an entertainer and uh, I worked as hard as possible. And I think I just outworked people that had more talent than me. And I got a record deal with Interscope Records, a real famous um, name in music named Jimmy Iovine signed me. It was a dream come true. It was something that I put on my vision board was to be signed by this specific uh, representative named Jimmy Iovine. And I, I got there and uh, it was an amazing experience. But I, I think my hidden talent was always my work ethic and drive. And I think that's so important for anybody trying to reach success. Work ethic and dedication beats talent any day. What would you say your biggest obstacle has been in your career so far? My parents were, were not really fans of, of me going into entertainment. They wanted me to be traditional and go to college. So it was, it was a lot proving to them. I went to college, to be honest, for two weeks and I dropped out because it wasn't for me. And uh, I didn't make any money for 
years. And even when I was signed to a major record deal, I made no money. But the perception was that I was doing amazing. Biggest obstacle has really just been uh, myself, self-doubt, to be completely transparent. I'm a human being, so the doubt creeps in, that imposter syndrome. Um, I, I think one of my greatest attributes in life is I've always been very lucky. I put myself in the right rooms. I'm losing a little bit of track, but I, I, I think success is a lot of hard work meets a lot of luck. Literally the norm, the, the, the naysayers, oh, that, that's way too hard. It's impossible to get through that door and to meet these people. I mean, even now I have new dreams as well. I, I think where I work in television is still a platform for where I want to go in television, but I still have that drive and determination. I think life is about kind of just trying to outdo yourself each time. And that's what's kind of fun, the unknown. So I'm very content and excited about the unknown. You proposed to your now fiancé. He's in the golden mustache outfit. What made you decide that that had to be the moment? Rachel, my, my now fiancé, we're getting married in February. I proposed to her. And, and listen, also, the proposal wasn't made to become some viral moment. It was something I just thought, oh, it's cute, and I'll post it. And it just got 30 million views out of nowhere. And it was... We were not wanting that at all. First of all, she has a very great sense of humor. And her favorite holiday is Halloween. And she would give me non-negotiables of which days I couldn't propose. I couldn't propose on Christmas. I couldn't propose on Valentine's Day, not her birthday. And I kept thinking, well, she knows I'm going to propose this year. I wanted to make it unexpected. And I thought, oh my gosh, a Halloween party. She loves Halloween. I wanted to get there in some goofy outfit. That was my goal. A month before, she said, why don't we be like wrestlers? I'll be Hulk Hogan. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect moment. The day of, she goes, no, I'm going to be something cheesy and cliche. 30 minutes before we go to the house, which is her sister's, that's where I do the proposal. I told her, listen, this is me. I'm trying to act now, Perry. We always kind of do what you want, but can we please just for the one time just dress dressed up like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man just for me? And she goes, okay, fine. So begrudgingly, she puts it on. I'm like, oh my gosh, she has the mustache on. This is perfect. So even she'll even talk about it now where she'll say um, she doesn't even remember what happened. She was just kind of like, it was like a blur to her. And she was actually very mad at me for a couple of days. And now it's become very funny. The reason why I got into TV production was I, I realized my singing career was over. Not in a negative way, just, you know, that chapter of my life was over. And I wanted to transition. I said, I... You know, someone, I'd love to be a TV host. Ryan Seacrest, in my opinion, is kind of like the top echelon of hosting. In a non-traditional way, how can I create this success? I mean, I felt like getting a manager, agent, just auditioning, it would take forever. And it just felt unrealistic. I said to myself, how could I work for the show that Ryan Seacrest is uh, the host of? And funny enough, I manifested it. I was on America's Got Talent by the way, on a, on a comedic boy band called Five Alive. But the person that ran America's Got Talent also is the supervisor for American Idol. Every year I'd come to Los Angeles, I would hit him up to get coffee, just build relationships. That's my biggest advice too as an entrepreneur and trying to build success. It's all about relationships. Los Angeles and business alone is the friends business. You know, you make friends and friends help friends. So, so this gentleman, Peter Cohen, who I wouldn't have a career in TV w- without him, asked me, do I think I could be a, a casting producer for American Idol? And he gave me a shot, and uh, I sort of ran with it. And uh, through that, I've become the warm-up host for American Idols. So before the show starts, I'm the host. I'm the host before Ryan. So I introduced Ryan Seacrest. I introduced Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Lana Ritchie. So 
in a sense, I'm kind of manifesting what I want to do, which was to get back on that stage uh, where I was a singer, but now I was a host. And uh, yeah, I put myself in a position um, in a non-traditional way, which I think is the best way to kind of do it. I think success is all about putting time into something you love and it's not work. And that's that cliche thing. My mother always says, you know, like love what you do. You don't work a day in your life. Rachel, my fiance, she's a nurse practitioner. So her job in day to day is, it's very tough and it, we're so opposite. And, uh, you know, there's days where she's just, her job's so upsetting and so hard and she comes home to me and I'm like, I always have the best day. Cause it's, it's for me, it's, it's so low pressure, but her life and job puts my job in perspective. Anytime I feel like I feel pressure, she tells me what she deals with. I feel no pressure. Like my, my stress levels and what I deal with is, is nothing compared to what other people in work deal with. Do you say you can do something even if it sounds like you have no idea and then you just teach yourself how to do it? Oh my gosh. And that's how you make, I make myself invaluable for all these shows is, Oh yeah, I can do that. Sure. You want me to do that? Oh, you want me to edit this? Oh, you want me to make graphics for this? I'll figure it I'll figure it out. And so I say yes to everything. And, and I think you, you have to in life because if, if you're that type of a resourceful person, which I think Perry, you are, it's, you'll figure it out. If I ever tell you about my career, like I did so many amazing things and then in, in perspective reached my goals. I got the record deal. And then I got put in like a, another boy group that toured Europe for two years. So I got to do a lot of the goals that I already set out. So as far as like, has the ship sailed? I feel like I already did it. Um, for, for my comfort, trust me, it took me a long time. To, I was heartbroken over what I thought success was with it. Um, I look at it as like, will I ever sing again? I, I definitely think I do want to keep singing and because I like to sing. So I sing because I like to sing, not because I need the affirmation of making it anymore. So I, I think I will eventually maybe sing a little bit more again in my life. And I always have that tool, but to, to, to pursue it, uh, I don't think I have the drive for it. I think my drive now is 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 in creating television shows, is in finding singers, helping them, and, and you know one day being a television host on my own.